Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe you can't remember back that far, and so I'll remember you. But uh, hey, listen, last week uh, I was kind of reflecting a little bit on the fact that uh, a couple of weeks ago my daughter uh, got married, and um, uh, we were talking about how uh, David, King David, uh, he had, uh, knew a lot about marriage because he had eight different wives, right? And uh, we were talking about his first wife and how they started off so strong, but then that kind of fell away. And then we talked about, well, how do you keep that thing glued together? And we talked about the uh, personal efforts that we need to make in a marriage in order to keep that thing glued together. Well, we're, we're kind of continuing in that theme a little bit uh, this morning about uh, just kind of those personal efforts that we need to make uh, in our our life and uh, to make sure that we uh, stay strong. And here's the thing about that is it requires good decision making, it requires good decision making along the way. We have uh, times in our uh, life where we feel like we are um, uh, without direction and uh, we're heading uh, someplace that we don't know. I had an experience like that uh, this week, thanks to Bob Gibson. Um, uh, he took me uh, up to uh, the airport where he keeps his hangar and was able to take his little uh, Cessna 150 uh, up and uh, and fly that a little bit and and uh, was up there in the sky and then the uh, the instructor just simply said okay we're gonna uh, we're gonna go 360 uh, to the left and then we're gonna go 360 to the right then you're gonna go 360 to the left 360 right and when I was up there I have to tell you that uh, I had lost track completely uh, in the 360 of where the airport was you know and so we're coming around and I I just kind of had to look out the window and look and look and look and look and he you know took us back but it's so easy to be discombobulated and to lose track of uh, where things are and what we need in life is some good uh, direction because uh, there are times when we don't really know how to do what is going to come next at us and and I think about uh, uh, you know, Randy and Sarah back there, holy cow, they're going to have twins, right? Going to have twins. And so, um, uh, talk about being, uh, going through life without direction, right? It's kind of like, oh man, this thing is landing on us. And how do we do that? And how do we uh, do that? Well, I think about Karen and I, when, uh, finally the last one in our house went off to college and then you have an empty nest. It's kind of like, okay, where do I go from here? You know, what am I heading for? And uh, probably looking forward to the day. Some I was talking to uh, Rock uh, yesterday, and uh, he, I said, uh, how's retirement? He said, every day is Saturday. Every day is Saturday. I was like, oh, that's the next thing. I look forward to being in a place where I wake up, and every day is Saturday, right? And so the, there comes these times in our life when we need direction because we're kind of charting a whole new course in our life, and we're not sure exactly how all of those things are going to uh, to work out. And so here, just think about this for a minute. I think it's going to be on the screen. Who you become is a direct result of what you do today. Who you become is a direct result of what you do today. So where are you going to end up? Where are you going to end up? You need sort of divine uh, direction, if you will. Uh, we might not like that because the truth is we're all pretty good at making bad decisions. We're all pretty good at making bad decisions. I think I, uh, I probably uh, could get a degree in making bad decisions. And here's the thing is that uh, how many of us have made a bad decision? We get angry about something and in your anger, uh, maybe you've made a bad decision. Maybe you lashed out at somebody or maybe in your anger you threw something across the room and that thing ended up bouncing off a ricochet and off of something and, and broke something. And, and maybe in anger you've made a bad decision. And sometimes we do things that we regret those things and uh, maybe 
maybe uh, when you were younger, uh, maybe you dated somebody that was just simply a bad decision. And, uh, maybe you ever do an impulse buy and you buy something and you, you kind of have regret. And, uh, you know, how many times you, you buy that car and you think this thing's going to be the answer to all of my woes until you're still making payments on that same car several years later and the car starts to break down. And uh, we do things and, and we were pretty good at making uh, bad decisions. Sometimes we get tired and sometimes we, we try things that we shouldn't try and we say things that we shouldn't do. The truth is we all have a lot of chances to make both good and bad decisions of where we're going to end up. We look for divine direction, right? When making decisions, we should seek divine direction, divine direction. Note, today we have more choices than any generation that has ever been before us. And especially younger people, some of us are old enough to remember when you'd want to watch TV and there were only three, maybe four channels to choose from, right? And sometimes you would just watch the thing that was on TV because you knew in order to change the channel, you had to get up out of the chair and walk across the room in order to change the channel. And so some of us can remember it was a time like that, you know, I don't know, I was a toddler or something. My parents tell me about that. And so you remember that, right? And then there became more channels. And then now how many of you have had this experience where you, you decide you're going to watch something and you go to Netflix and you scroll around Netflix for 20 minutes before you finally decide, oh, I don't want to watch any of that stuff, right? I just learned something uh, in the last two weeks that has kind of rocked my world and blown my mind. So I have a couple of smart TVs. One of them is a Roku TV and I did not know until within the last two weeks. And then I got into my basement, I got this nice big 70 inch Samsung TV and that TV, both of these smart TVs they come with channels built into them that I did not know they have through Wi-Fi. My Samsung TV, it's called Samsung Plus. It comes with 500 channels. I didn't even know I had them. And so you have no idea how much time I have wasted because I don't know what's on all 500 of the channels so that I can send, you know, I got a little piece of paper now. I kind of write down, oh, yeah, I got to go back to dry bar comedy. You ever watch dry bar comedy? Fun stuff. You ever watch bare knuckle boxing? I love that channel. You get to go on there and watch that stuff. There's a sport, there's, there's, there's nature channels and, and there's, sports channels and all kinds of stuff and so many we can we have so much access to so much information and we can make decision after decision after decision how many of those decisions really matter and how many of those things are important here's what we need to be focused on what does god care about when it comes to making wise decisions who you become is a direct result of what you do today. What does God care about when it comes to making wise decisions? What are God's priorities? You can write that down right there in your bulletin. God's priorities, God's priorities. God prioritizes some things over other things when it comes to making wise decisions. And landing where God would have us to land. And being where God would have us to be. So write this down. Who we are. God cares about God's priorities are who we are over what we do. God cares about who we are more than he cares about what 
We do. Now we're going to unpack that a little bit here. And I want you to know that 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3 says this. God's will is for you to be holy. What does God want you to do? Oh, God, uh, first God wants you to be. He cares about who you are. God cares about who you are. Uh, we are to be driven by the values of Jesus. Jesus' values are what we are to strive toward. Becoming more like Jesus. Jesus talked a lot more about character than he did career. What career are you supposed to have? Well, Jesus talked a lot more about character than he did career. In fact, Jesus would call people out of their career in order to pursue a calling, right? I mean, he went to fishermen and said, you're not going to be a fisherman anymore. You're going to be fishers of men from that, a tax collector. You're not going to be a tax collector anymore. You're going to follow the calling that I am putting in you. God cares more about who we are than what we do. Question, is it God's will that I am a preacher? People often talk about their calling and ministry. Is it God's will that I am a preacher? Is it God's will that you are in whatever career you are in or were in? Was that a part of God's will? Well, it was probably a part of his secondary will for you, but his first will for you is always that you would be holy. What is God's will for you? God's will for you is that you would be holy. Think about it. Holy in character. Holy in your heart. Pursuing to love mercy. To love justice. To be more loving in all that we do. That is God's will for us. God cares more about who we are than what we do. Here's the thing. Here's how I know that's true. Uh, I could stand up here someday. I might, in fact, do it. Uh, I could stand up here and I could preach a sermon that you thought was really good. And that's my goal, right? And uh, someday I'm going to do that. And uh, and you'll go home and you'll talk about that sermon and you'll think, man, that, that was a good sermon, right? And I should probably do those things that Steve was talking about up there. And, you know, Don just prayed that, uh, you know, not my will would be done, but that God's truth would come out. And so I, I stand up here and I preach a real fiery one and you get all, uh, you know, excited about that one. And, and then you might think, man, you know, it's clear that he's got a calling to be a preacher, right? That's his calling in life to be that preacher. But then, then you find out that uh, Steve's broke. And uh, he's not paying his bills. And the creditors are after Steve. And then you find out that Steve, uh, he doesn't treat his wife very well. And, and really, he's kind of got a nasty character. And then would you still say, well, uh, Steve being a preacher was the calling of God. It was the will of God that Steve would be a preacher. Probably you would begin to question that and say, well, maybe it wasn't his calling. And that's why we say God cares more about who we are than what we do. God cares about our character. He cares about our, who matters more than do. Who matters more than do. Who we are matters more than what we do. And, when, and no matter what part of life you're in, uh, Seth, you might be the only one in the room this applies to. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. And when dating, when dating somebody, who matters more than do? And maybe in choosing a mate or as a parent 
or as a spouse, or at work, or at play, or in choosing a career, or in retirement. Who we are matters more than what we do to God. And we ask, what does God want me to do with my life? The better question is, who does God want me to be in life? Who does God want me to become? He wants me to become holy. Seeking divine direction, God cares about why, write this down, why before what. Why we do what we do more than what we do. God cares about why before what. Why we do what we do, and that goes directly to our motives. Motives matter to God. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 2 tells us that motives matter to God. All a person's ways seem pure to them. But motives are weighed by the Lord. Some say there's really two reasons that we do everything that we do. Uh, The first reason that we do what we do is because of the way it makes me feel. The other reason that uh, we do the things that we do is because of the way that other people will perceive that or the way that they will feel about that. And uh, the truth is we should do all things because God is watching us and he cares about who we are. Psalm chapter 139 verse 23 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Why we do what we do matters to God. God cares about who we are over and above what we do, but why we do what we do matters to God. Our motives, why matters to God. Why are you driving the car that you drive? Is it because it's just reliable transportation? Are you like the way it it feels when you pull up and you know that the person that's next to you is envious of the car that you're driving, right? And so why do we why do we do those things? What is our motive? Why do we wear the brands that we wear? You know, uh, for some people that's extremely important that they have the right brand because that's their identity is in that. And now I'm starting to sting some people, right? And so uh, why uh, do we post the images that we put on, uh, you know, our social media pages and things like that? Because we're trying to project an image of ourselves and we're trying to convince uh, people that we have a certain amount of value. But God cares more about why we do what we do than what we do. Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 says, and whatever you do, say whatever. So what does that exclude? And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Going to school, going to work, Wherever we are, no matter what, there is no wiggle room. God always cares about our character, our motives, that they would be pure and they would come from him and that we would set our self and our agenda aside and prioritize him. Ouch. It's just really easy to flip that around 
And we all need to hear that and be reminded of it. That who we are matters more than what we do. Think about this for a minute. Sometimes we look at very successful people and we say, someday I wish I could be like them. Someday. There's people in this church that uh, they know their Bibles a lot better than I do. And I think someday I, I would like to be like them. The truth is, those people were making decisions a long time ago on a daily basis that made them the person that they are. You will not be a spiritual warrior someday. It starts in the sacrifices of each day. That makes sense? You will not be a spiritual, closer to Jesus warrior someday. That is all determined on the decisions that you make each day. Who you become is a direct result of what you do today. The truth is, the greatest commandments in the Scripture are to love God and to love others. And none of that is about our career. It is all about who we are when making right decisions each day to follow Christ. So, one last sentence on the screen. If you're becoming the right who, God will help you choose the right do. Now, that's all the time I'm going to give this today. Next week, we're going to look at some very practical steps to do personal Bible study. Look around the room. Several of you do personal Bible study. I look around the room. Some of you, I don't know if you do it or not. But next week, we're going to look at the very practical what to do to help you become who God wants you to be. We'll conclude this way. God loves us. Parents love kids. They should love kids. Good parents will always discipline their kids. Unfortunately, uh, we encounter, I think, far too many kids that uh, they want to look directly at their parents or at adults, and they want to lash out, you can't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. I have kids that are riding little, little twerpy little punks in the back of my school bus, and I'll tell them to sit down, and they'll look right back at me, stone stare me right down in the eyeball, and say, you're not the boss of me. <clears throat> and so we can't go into what happens after that right here. But uh, um, hey, here's what I know. I am the boss, and uh, that's because, uh, you know, I'm the driver. But how many times do we look up at God? and say, you're not the boss of me. Sometimes we look him right square in the eye, and we stare at him, we shake our, we wag our finger at him and tell him that. Other times in our life, we're not so bold, 
but we make it very, very clear to God, he's not the boss of me because of the choices that I make in the day. Because of the choices I make in the day. Who you become is a direct result of what you do today. Will God give you divine direction or will you wave your finger at him and say, you are not the boss of me? God loves us. He cares about us and he wants us to be obedient to him. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, God wants you to surrender your life to him and to be baptized into him to be put in a watery grave and to be raised up a brand new person that lives each day to follow Jesus. If that's something you would like to know more about, that's a conversation I'd like to have with you. Until then, keep it at the forefront of your mind that what you do today will help you become the person God wants you to be. Let's pray. Father, this message is uh, very direct and doesn't leave any wiggle room. Father, we ask that you would lovingly, kindly push on us, prompt us, call us to be the people that you would have us to be. We ask in Jesus' name and amen.